Mr. Hey, sister. Mr. Sister in, in the, the city. city. Yay, which is so fun and so timely because Mr.'s going to the city this week. I'm Mr. Going to is the city. Mr.'s Neva, aka Neva. Mr. Neva. <laughs> and Sister, aka Laura. This week, next week, we'll switch and I'll get to be sister and Laura will be mister and everything we'll will be restored to how we'll it settle be. it. We'll settle it with, um, a coin with an arm wrestle. Oh, oh. I was going to say a virtual arm wrestle. Mine works. Mine's easier. Mine's Spoiler boring. alert. I win. <laughs> so she's always sister. I'm always mister. Um, so we're on episode three, which is the day of the married pigs. But before we get to it, let's talk about fun happenings this week. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I want to talk about Michelle Collins. So not only does she, is she a namesake, um, and we share the same last name, but, um, she is hilarious and she used to, so some of you may know her from, um, the view she was on there for some time. And then she also at one point was on, um, after the final rose, I think it was called, or, you know, like after yes. the bachelor for a year, they did like the, um, they talk afterwards. Yeah. It was they so don't do good. That anymore. No, yeah. and I loved it. And she was hysterical. And I so didn't love it. I don't know why I'm sorry, but, but I me. love her, but I love her. I think she's so funny. And so she was on, yeah. um, what was she on? Uh, she was on Andy Cohen one day doing some little show. And that's where I learned that she has an XM radio show and I have oh. the XM radio app. So I've Serious? been listening to her. Yes. And she just cracks me up. She's so quick witted. And I just would like to think that she would be a friend. She kind of reminds me of like a, a Casey Rose Wilson or me. <laughs> yeah i love her. um also by the way i agreed with the fan who approached them after their live philly show who said that oh. Casey should have played luann oh, and danielle should have played dorinda yeah i agree because <laughs> i felt that from the beginning oh my god should we talk about some sad housewives news quickly oh the bethany yes news? yeah oh yes and dennis yes and i learned on heather mcdonald that he had a back a back injury uh -huh. he was prescribed the oxycodone yeah yeah four yeah and then she and then she thinks that he was addicted to it then he went to rehab for 90 days probably around spring which when bethany was giving him his 90 yeah. days yeah it's really sad it's so sad and to her point though um she talks about this Narcon or so we first heard about that when Demi Lovato recently OD'd and right. only someone By who, the way, yeah. our Uber driver that day yeah. on my B day was yeah. like, she heard Demi Lovato's dead. I was like, <gasps> what? Uh, I was like, no, she is not. I would definitely know about this. Oh, and I was, I would be like, not today. <laughs> I want today to be about fun. I don't want to think about that today. Oh my God. Were Sorry, you a fan of her? Selfish. Like, are you older than, was my, she part of your no, childhood? No, my crew is, my crew Miley. is with, no, oh. I'm actually at post Miley. I'm, I mean, oh. pre Miley. I'm Lohan, Hillary Duff. That's my Raven. And then all the no, it was are... Hillary and Raven for you. Yeah, they yeah, were and, your and Lindsay Lohan. I also said yeah, but she's my age, so I'm just saying. Well, she was also part of it because she was in that spy movie that was on. Family what was Channel. that? I don't remember, but Alfalfa from the Little Rascals is in it with her. <laughs> Alfalfa. 
Ooh. Did you know? Did you know that the Raven, you know, on Raven, her friend, her guy friend? Chelsea. Oh, him. He's really gone off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad with the child stars. And then also I saw that (laughs) one of the characters in Mighty Ducks, you know, the, the, um, the rounder fellow, the chubbier fellow. Do you mean the one that's in the? Is he in the big green or is that yes, a different style? Yes, that's him. No, Always. maybe not. He was the maybe not. Kid. But he was no. Okay. You're talking about the redhead. Yes. With the freckles, with those yes. piercing blue eyes. No, I think he's okay. But this guy, I can't think of his name. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. he um, is looking really worse for wear on math like very scary and i want to say like he looks 20 years older because of this because of this addiction one even embark on the meth addiction word how does it even begin i guess how Um, does anything begin it's just like if you have cake yeah you have one slice then you eat the whole cake yeah that's it and you just (laughs) i think deeper into the addictions yeah but okay wait back 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 let's just go back so um yeah, Back you wouldn't know though about a yeah, you wouldn't know about something like Narcon unless you were already an addict. Indeed. So that leads me to believe yeah, narc- that he was narc- really into is. it. Say what it is. So basically from what I understand, it's like a um it's like an EpiPen. So it reverses. Yeah, but only temporarily. So people might oh. think that they're in the clear, but apparently oh, it only has that. three hours to uh, like stimulate the heart muscle and then it stops again. So eventually oh. you'll have to have somebody do some kind of CPR, CPR or whatever to regenerate. And people, your heart is, you don't want a weakened heart. Like that's you sad. don't want to risk that. Yeah. Because then that's going to be something that you're going to have to struggle with throughout your life. So yeah, like last you can't night, play with fire. No, I don't do drugs or anything like that. But last no. night, well, I like, laid my head down to sleep I was like my heart I don't know I was like my heart how is it doing I can't see it I don't know what's it up to how is it feeling well well, yeah you have to be careful tonight what if tonight's the night it's yeah you have to be good and then there's hummingbirds Mm -hmm. good to your body like beating so fast they have shorter lives I don't know I don't want to get into it really I don't know why I went down this path so hummingbirds are like giants, like, you know, giant people, how like usually they have <laughs> oh. heart disease. Yeah. Cause oh, their lifespan that's where is, you were going. With yeah. Okay. I know. Yikes. Okay. Anyways, it's okay, so pretty dark. That here. happened this week. I also yeah. went to the Randy Newman so on a lighter note. Oh yes. This is a way, even though he dabbled in a lot of political, uh, <laughs> dancer, <laughs> political music, music and rhymes and such. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was a thrill. I was, we were, we had really good seats. We went with friends. We brought wine and um, our friends brought bread and cheese. And we ate a whole box of those Cheez-It crackers, which are so good. And a whole Americans love those. We don't have them in Canada. (laughs) I love them. And they're so good. I want you to... Um, so I've never from all of it like still (laughs) I don't know what happened I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl Um, it's beautiful so tell me so you can just bring your own food in if it's an LA Phil event and I don't know what that means either it just will say LA Phil on the ticket and you can bring like your own so it's like BYOB when it's LA Phil when it's LA Phil (laughs) which is so great which I don't know if it was when I went to um 
James Taylor, but we bought bottles Probably. of wine there anyways when we went, or a bottle of wine. I really want to go there with you when I'm at some point because that's where they do the Rose Bowls, where they do the big antique. I um, get it now. It's beautiful. Yeah. I was hesitant oh. to go there, but it's gorgeous. And you're really like out in the middle of the tree. But is it like a, a big stadium? Yeah, but it's but it's not your average stadium. It's it's beautiful. Everything's that's wooden. where they have the antiques, right? Like in within the base of the stadium. Yeah, I guess they move out all the chairs where the boxes are, and probably. And how how are the boxes? Like They're not speaking a of box boxes, like when you go to a dome, a dome. Like I was a... going to say the saddle dome. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the dome box. It's not concrete. It's more like a wooden oh. wooden kind of alf wooden like like partition partition but everybody's kind of together in their own beside each other so. are you lounging on lounge chairs or are you on no, a, there's no like lounge. a fold-out chair fold-out comfortable chair. Situ- oh so it's pretty low-key it was it's the hollywood bowl's very low-key like everything is wooden have- it's not all concrete it has, it has a warm vibe but the chairs are built into the side like an amphitheater um Yes, they are built into the levels, but then in the boxes, they're just like pop-up full chairs. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, on another note, so we love Randy Newman. Blair and mm-hmm. I walked down to Fool in Love from Meet the Parents. Yeah, he uh, sings Only wedding. a Friend in Me. He sings uh, The Monk You've got a song. friend in me. You've got a friend in me. <laughs> you said only a friend in me. Right. That's because I wanted That's to, a like, different, different you. message. And so my mind was moving. Oh, for, like, what? Friends with benefits? No, like, I'm your only friend. Oh, like a cult leader? <laughs> only a friend By the way, me. there are signs all over L.A. Um, in West Hollywood that say, if you want to join a cult, call this... Um, <gasps> Or if you want to start a cult with me, call this 1-800 number. Oh, like, should I we start an Instagram? Wonder, uh, yeah. Because you we... should post that on it. <laughs> oh, good idea. Okay, Just cool. Just in case any of our listeners want to okay, join awesome. a cult. Yeah, but I think all the posters are gone. I took a photo oh. of it that morning. Oh. I was up for a walk at like 6.30 in the morning, and like I saw it first thing. And I don't know if they're still there. I don't know what it's an ad for, but I think it's really good marketing. So whoever, I, I don't know what for. What she's trying I, to say is you've got her attention. You've got my attention. <laughs> I'm really excited to see where it goes. <laughs> well, the only way you're going to find out is if you call the number. I know. And I kind of want to, but I kind of feel like it's a trap. Like whoever calls this is a problem person. So they go like on a red list, like in, to the authorities, like keep your eyes on this person. They're a troublemaker. <laughs> Ooh, I, don't, I don't want that. Um, I'm going to see Crazy Rich Asians with Dia on Thursday night. <gasps> Dia is so fun. You guys are going to have such a good time. I'm excited. Oh. We're doing oh, the VIP. Yeah, we're doing VIP. And we're going to uh, venture with the uh, rich Asians to Singapore as they wow. do in the book. It's what such a fun book. Order from the VIP. Like, What's your favorite VIP movie snack? Can I tell I you mine? Really, mine's nachos. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Dia loves the nachos, she told me. Um, but I don't love the nachos at the VIP, I will say. I feel like they're they're a little dry. Like I like a nacho that's layered in um in their uh <laughs> 
Well, good thing you're not at a sports bar. You're at a movie theater. <laughs> okay, so my favorite snack. Oh, she also told me that she loves the loved, loved past the salted caramel milkshake, but they discontinued oh. it. And when she yeah. ordered it, went to order it one time, she went into. She was very upset because we all know how we get very excited um, about. Yeah, you look forward to. Things. Yeah, you look forward to them. I like the uh, dill pickles. I like <gasps> yummy. Yeah, I do okay. like some popcorn. Um, yeah, it's fun. the rose Ooh. is quite sweet. I don't like. The I can't rose. drink and watch like movies. Syrupy. I get too sleepy. I get too yeah, sleepy. I want to talk about a risk. Amazon things we've ordered this week. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, let me start. Um, I got an Adidas baseball cap. I got sugar pear hair vitamins because everyone talks about them on oh. every single podcast. And yeah. they're so pretty. They're so blue. They taste exactly like my pink ones, but I like to think I they're better. I got the pink ones. What kind are the pink ones? I don't know. But I, I have, have those the, ones. But I have the blue sugar pear hair. Um, I think that – oh, oh, and I bought a little pouch that's – um. I, I bought a little pouch that has these stones in them for manifestation. You <gasps> just put it in your pocket and the, 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 it, they're really cool. There's like citrulline and, and – um, and all these different stones for manifesting your Whoa. desires. So I'm really excited. That's pretty about that. cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, okay. What did I order this week? Well, Mom ordered me those pills that you got at that thing that you went when you went and got in- intravenous. Oh, in that AAD, like the true Hollywood chamber that you were all set at up the in. Beverly Hilton. Yeah, so I got those. That was amazing. So I just received that yesterday. And then what else did I get? I think I told you that I ordered purple hair shampoo, you know, for toner. So I got that the other day. That was cool. Um, I ordered, like, a little um, camera box. So, you know, like, uh, to shoot product, a product box. Like, it's all white. Like a diaphragm. Or diorama. Diorama. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you know, the thing that you can, like, put a product in just so – and then you set up lighting. It's like a studio for a product. Basically, yeah. So that I can photograph everything for the Elsie and Kel shop. I'm excited. Oh, you guys are starting a shop. That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Let's start a let's start episode three. Okay. Oh. <sighs> okay. The big yawn here. Okay. All right. Let's start. <laughs> okay. So this episode is called Bay of Married Pigs. Maybe so I watched this last I week, pigs. I think. Yeah. So it will be funny to see like what stands out to me and what you remind me of. Okay. It, it made me instantly think of the Bahamas, where all those pigs <laughs> Oh, yeah. Out. I want to go there. I've I seen several people go. Oh, and they went on The Bachelor one season, didn't they? Do you mean to Bimini? Which the mm. pigs, were the pigs in Bimini? Mm. They went to the Bimini's Bahamas. I don't know if the pigs are there. Yeah, they, go to, they went to the place where the pigs were. Oh, I'm sure there's amazing. only one place. Oh, yeah, oh, there's only one remember place. Remember when we went to the island of seals? <gasps> oh, in um, Uruguay. Uh, yeah, I will never forget. Deb? She said, that one's the bull. That one's the bull. The bull. <laughs> Stay away, that one's the bull. Okay, moving and on. And it was Chase coming for Johnny. <laughs> yes. Because okay. all of them jumped in. Okay. Okay. So it starts off with Gary saying, one of the best things about living in NYC is leaving. Is leaving. Which is so true because (laughs) as an experienced liver of New York City, person who lived there for three years, inhabitant, oh man, it can be just, it can just be a jungle out there. 
It's because I went to, to Randy Newman. Randy Newman. <laughs> oh my god! But I'm going back tomorrow. But it's so different going as a visitor instead of being a well, resident. We'll see. We'll oh no, see. no, I've gone back as a visitor, and it's That's true. so it's so it's so much more refreshing. It doesn't yeah. have the same claws in you as it does otherwise. Yeah, because you know that like the space that you live in there. That's that's it. That's, that's all it. you got. That's all you got, baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I never say baby, but I just wanted to. Now I feel like Lisa Runa. Um, so she's <laughs> off in the Hamptons going next week, and I'm so excited because I've never been there. Um, at her friend Patience's Patience home. Patience you don't hear Peter, that name very often, Patience. Or, or ever. No. Unless you go to like a Seventh-day Adventist church group meeting and everyone's serving Wasn't muffins. Wasn't there a movie that we watched when we were children and the Patience? child's name was Patience? I feel patience. like a little blonde child. I see it too. It you know, patience. You're right, and we'll. I can't we'll circle what back it is, to though. it. Um, yeah, I don't like episode, it. And I don't like it either. It weirds me out. So she invites Carrie to the Hamptons for the weekend, and um, oh, and there was fun intro music happening that reminded me of Napoleon Dynamite. It was like that. Oh. you know that organ, like. That sounds so. <laughs> which I always really like it like totally makes me feel kind of retro I don't really know what 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 it is but yeah yeah so Carrie's like as as per the usual, has a ciggy in her mouth and she's telling them about her single life and they're both hanging on to every word because yeah living they, vicariously they're through married her. patience and Peter are married so married couples love hearing about dating I mean single people's yeah. lives because then they can live vicariously through them for yeah. a moment without actually doing anything yeah. bad yeah talking about her sexual escapades and whatnot i wrote down sexual escapades also yeah <laughs> okay now we get to uh i guess uh -oh. something more yeah, sinister wrote, uh -oh. peter's a pervert peter's a patience pervert. doesn't know Peter's a pervert, or I think Patience does Let me know. write this. I think so, too, because next day, Peter is exposing his Peter to <laughs> Carrie because Patience has stepped out. And I wrote, oh, yikes. He's just wrote, full frontal, just standing yes. there. With his Naked from the out. waist down, yeah. sipping his Java, I wrote. He was so casual <laughs> about it, too. I guess that was sipping his Java. Yeah, it was so, oh, such a casual no. thing. Which I guess kind of makes it more of a safe space. Like, oh, it's an accident. Instead of him being like, hey, baby. You know, like, it's not. I would murder Blair if he did. <laughs> oh, I wrote that down, too. I was like, I would be so upset. If yeah, well, whoever she I was. was with did that, I would be so infuriated. I'd be like, so... what a fucking weirdo. Yeah, so Patience returns home with muffins. Um, <laughs> as Peter likes to say. The good muffins. Yeah, and, and he's, um, like, being obnoxious eating them. It's like, what a monster. What I like about this is that <gasps> Carrie doesn't even try to dance around the topic. No. Because Patience is like, what have you been up to? And she, like, very frankly says um, that she saw Peter's Peter, as you called it. Yeah, I ran into so... Peter in the hallway without his underwear on. <laughs> and she's like, yes, congratulations. And then it gets cut off. And then Patience, I love what Patience says. She just looks at Peter coldly and goes, honey, did Carrie see your dick in the hall? <laughs> yeah. And then Carrie went right back to New York. Something led me to believe that this is not the first time That's Peter has done this. That's what I too. Because of how, because of Patience's facial reaction. Yeah. Like, oh no, he did it again. But then it's like, why, but why would they invite 
her to stay with them for the weekend. Like, if I had a house, I would invite you and mom to come visit it. But no friends. Well, I would invite Mallory. Like, I mean, yeah. Actually, yeah, I would. I would. Never mind. Um, I would do it. Yeah, something I don't know. Oh, it's it was a weird dynamic though, because again, like in the future, we don't really see other Carrie people. ever hanging out with like people beyond the girls. No, so because it's weird earlier, when she does because yeah. you can tell that they're not real people. They're like plucked. Yeah, they're mannequins that are like plucked from store windows, which she even yeah. says they're like straight out of the J Crew catalog. And I, right. which I feel with patience. I don't know about Peter. I can't really see his face. I just know that he's weird. Yeah, um, he's pretty, like, unmemorable, dull. Yeah, and that's why I guess he felt like he had to show it. Which gets us to the brunch with the girls. Why <laughs> he do it, everyone wants to know. And yeah. Samantha says, maybe he wanted to show it off like a monkey. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. That made me laugh. So the waiter asks if they want fresh pepper. Oh, and of course, yeah. I wrote, the mill is being held by his willy. So it's placed strategically so that Don't it ties. Do Don't do that with the microphone or it'll spike oh. the sound. <laughs> so it ties into the, um, the whole theme of uh, how, how Peter uh, exposed himself. So of course there's some, some Peter humor, humor there. Peter a peck of pickled peppers. Peter, Peter showed his pickled pepper, Peter. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> Peter Pe Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A, a peck, peck of pickled pickle peppers, peppers did Peter, Peter Piper, Piper pick. If, if Peter, Peter Piper, Piper picked, picked a peck of pickled peppers, where's the peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked? If I was listening to this, I'd be like, click. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I can't and believe they just made me listen to that 21 second, 21 minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> I'd be like, that's about it. That's the last straw. Okay. Um, okay, so basically, like, this episode is establishing that singles are the enemy, and that oh, right, the married women... Eggs, which yes. is, like, the famous Cold War, right? Because it's, like, the Cold... No, Cold War... Doesn't... The, isn't it the Cuban That's what I thing? mean. Yeah, which is... <laughs> Cold War is the Russians. <laughs> so, um, that's... The but they talk about the Cold oh. War the whole episode is why oh. I'm saying oh. that. Oh, okay. They reference okay. the Cold War the whole entire episode. Okay, okay. Um, so single. So basically, though, this is establishing this that married women are threatened. Um, I say wedding rings come off. Uh, I don't know why I say that. That's that because Charlotte was like, I would never sleep with a married man. And then Samantha's like, right. I know if you haven't already, so they can just take the ring off. It's true. Especially, but I agreed with Charlotte. I would never sleep with a married man. No, but you don't want to get tangled up in that. In that uh -uh. web of whatever that disaster. Yeah. yeah. It's I true, mean, though. It's possible. And you have you not ever know. known anyone that has slept with a married man? Uh, yes. <gasps> Whoa. Use a code name and tell me the story. Um, wait, am I? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Someone Alfdar. Alfdar was um in the military and worked on a base and so they were separate from their spouses. And um apparently it wasn't that common because I had to ask, is this something that was happening? Um was this like a typical thing that would happen? And apparently no, it really wasn't. But 
Um, then when life came back to reality, like off base, um, their okay. relationship ended. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I thought, and you there were was no guilt to, or anything. Or... Um, I thought you were referring to Bondar, um, who's a family friend who, um, lived in the States for years and got involved with a married man oh. thinking that he would leave the woman for her, which I think he promised, which I think they always do. So it sounds like I could have just plucked this story right. out of anywhere, but, but then he got did. sick. Oh, that's what happened. He got sick. Yeah. He got sick. And, and now so she's still leave his all wife. alone. Yeah. yeah. And same with the first person Alftar never ended up with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, because it is kind of critical some of the decisions you make in your younger life because I think in your younger life you kind of think you're going to be young forever and that mm-hmm. suddenly yeah. 10 years go by and everyone else has had children at this point you're and still single off and then you're alone. Yeah. Not that you should be with someone just to be with someone that's not the message we're trying to send here but no. I just think that you should not go after someone that you know is not available. Completely. I agree. Cause it's just usually not going to work in your favor. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So Samantha's right. And I think especially if I think here's the thing that New York women specifically and women of a certain age, they're out and they are not paired off. They are not in relationships. So they are going to be sleeping around maybe a little bit more and they're going to be more within the culture of like wanting to just have one night stands or even just have light and easy flings. And this is in doing so, or the people, yeah, not the borough Manhattan nights. No. So you might not necessarily know what, that person's deal is if you're just having like some fun you might not really know like what they're you might not want to know at first what they're what's going on and then before it's too late you could be sucked into their drama their world meaning they could be they could have a partner that's that they're involved with or who knows Mm mm-hmm Right. Okay. So it creates this division between married women and single women because it says once you're married, all bets are off um, and that we become, they, they fear you or pity you. I wrote, (laughs) so I guess, uh, (laughs) so I guess Carrie says this, that loser, leper, Poor, right? Like this is the the feeling of a singleton again, registering very Bridget Jones to me and Carol and Carrie is sitting on her bed, writing her, um, column, which feels like a lot more future sex, which I like. Yeah. This episode felt like we were warming into our comfort zone. Yeah. Like we knew like was a dullness to this episode. I will say. I don't uh-huh. know why it like I lacked agree. some zest. Like I was excited yeah. when it was over, but right. I yeah, I like the message kind in of it. Like oh, like okay, we did that episode. Yeah, three. and there was no real like like I like the message. Now that we're talking about it, I feel like there's some real value to like all of the stuff in every episode. There is a real learning from it if you're really listening. Now that we're dissecting it a little bit more, I think yeah. that. It is really kind of interesting um, what we can pull out of it. But, uh, yeah, like it did feel a little bit flat. Yeah. Well, and one of my favorite things to do is when my single friends come over, my 
I always say, are, what <laughs> dating apps are you on? Because I've never done this. Yeah. Dating app. Which yeah. ones are you on? Show me. Show me who you'd swipe. Why? <laughs> why did you feel like you needed to swipe that person? And at the, sometimes at the same time, we'll be like, that person, no. And it's like, why do you just? Why do you just know? And why do you just feel that way? But it, why is it so exciting for me, for my friends to? be dating someone there's just something really nice about it you want them I don't know can I just say this is why it's so unhealthy that the majority of people now are doing these apps because you are solely uh somebody said this actually on Heather McDonald I was thinking that too I listened to that this morning the Alex Mendel episode yeah Howie Mendel Mendel. Mm-hmm. And because I got my nails done. He was saying, oh, perfect. Yeah, it was great. Oh, like, so you didn't, like, talk to the person doing your nails? I didn't want to do it today. I went somewhere That's different where they do. don't know me. I went somewhere where they don't know me, and I put oh. my headphone in, and I just laid back, and I listened to other McDonald's juicy scoop. Oh, my God. And they called I was the thinking, girl. I want to do that and not I know. have to communicate. No, me either, because <laughs> it's always so fleeting. Like, a comment here, a comment there, and it's so boring. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I have to watch CP24 well, and I have to my watch girls, House and it's, like, Flip. the worst news ever. Yeah. Oh. I'd rather I'd take house flip over CB 24. But um, basically what he said is I can't see someone's personality through the picture. And that's a very true point. And also to what Heather was saying, um, if you were not on those apps, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be like going with the times. If you were like you were I, and we were single and you weren't on those apps, like you kind of have to be because it's like someone saying rejecting cell phones years ago. Like I'm not getting into that crazy trend of cell phones. You kind of have to go with the, the wave of what's happening um, because that is how a lot of people are meeting. But yeah. it's so problematic because you are literally basing your choices off of physical only, mm-hmm. and you're taking two seconds to do it. And yeah. I know like there's always that expression of uh, you can like size someone up in seven seconds. Like it only takes seven seconds to have your first impression of someone. Yeah. However, it still makes me think like, Ooh, like dating or marriage, like you really do some good of the best things in life are worth waiting for. And that could also mean sometimes getting to know someone's personality and taking time to know who somebody is, is so valuable. And the most successful relationships are usually based on a friendship and friendship friendship takes time. That's why even meeting friends, girlfriends takes time because you have to date them. You have to friend date. Absolutely. Yeah, you do. You really do. So anyways, that's just a little bit of my thoughts on dating apps, the pros and the cons, but it is so fun to get a hold of a single friend's phone and swipe. I know. Because it's like a game. When they come visit, whenever someone comes over, I'm always like, oh, what apps <laughs> are you on? Take out your phone. Let's look. What, what have you written about yourself? What pictures are you using? Why do you think you should be representing yourself with those photos? Because you don't right. look like that. Yeah. And people, uh, Alex Mandel made a great point, And Heather, which is don't have other people in your photos. If you want a shot, like don't put one of your girlfriends in it because as they said like I might have chosen you but now you just gave me something better to look at so (laughs) that's so yeah it's really harsh but that's tough but yeah like don't do that and if you're trying to show people you have friends 
I don't know. I don't think that's necessary. Yeah, friends. Brand yourself <laughs> as unfriendless. <laughs> I'm no friends, therefore I'm the best looking one in the hashtag squad <laughs> of me. Um, okay. okay. So cut to the next scene. Okay, so married people are we. Um, enemies. Are enemies. Were we enemies. So they call single people painful, desperate. I becomes we. We love this. We hate this. And oh, then, this is all the testimonials of all yeah. these people. And then we get this guy who says um, he had a best buddy and he married right. a girl who doesn't like him. So now he only sees him on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, and you bet your bottom dollar. Um, that's yeah. real. That's real. That's a real thing. Like, yeah, you if the wife weed doesn't out like those you, annoying friends you for sure. Yeah. yeah, because guys so. will hang on to all these people who you're like, I don't think so. Yeah. Not, we're not doing that again. Yeah, um, no. And then there's the red hair lady who's like, you grow up. You face reality and you get married versus live an empty, this made me laugh, an empty haunted life <laughs> in stunted adolescence. <laughs> haunted life. <laughs> we go to Stanford. Oh, they look great, by the way. I, I loved wrote their that vibe. too. I love yeah. what they were wearing. It reminded me of like the jackets yeah. you used to wear that I used to sneak into your closet and wear when you weren't home and I'd see like you and your friends put them on and like go out at night. And I'd what be, like, was wow. it like well, that you he had was like, wearing or I no, was wearing? No, you. She was wearing. She was wearing like a long cord jacket. <gasps> yeah. I still have that at yeah. mom's. You have we really good stuff that in back. that closet. Yeah, let's yeah. bring it back in. And um, then they Stanford's run wearing into... a hat. It's really yeah. working for him. It looked good. Yeah, I liked yeah. that too. So Stanford says it's not a cold war. And then he talks about um, – he talks about how he feels like an outcast amongst the outcasts, as in mm. being gay, and he feels like an outcast yeah. within that group. And he says that Aww. all his gay friends who have partnered off um, are wearing captains and orchid lays, and he feels <laughs> okay. I wrote out. orchid lays, but I didn't know why. There was nothing yeah. suggesting then, why I wrote that. I know I do that too. And I'm like, what is that? Right. Then we run into Joe, yeah, and Joe and his life partner mm. Lou, and. Life partner, very pretentious, very pretentious. Yes. Uh, yes. Do you say that about Blair, life partner? Life partner as a joke. Yeah. I feel like when people say partner, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into that talk right now. <laughs> no. Um, so they're interested in having a child. Oh, right. They go, okay, are so you thinking what I'm thinking? I like they're, they're going to the set her up with pinky someone. in the brain. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Uh, like the pinky in the brain. Yeah, I thought they were going to be like, we have someone great to introduce you to. This is so crazy, this. What yeah, they, come and they up ask with. Carrie to I donate an egg. I would be really creeped out if somebody asked me like, that. Like, who are these people? Are they close to her? Like, who yeah, are they? We never see them again or yeah, have ever no, heard of them. Yeah. No. Okay, let's move on past this because then we get into some really funny shit. But so, I could see why they would ask Carrie because she is like definitely like they they're looking for eggs of a certain caliber and she has good um, hair. Yeah, and which she donates. She has you know nice she eyes. She said, "I was no longer a person, but an egg farm." <laughs> yeah, that grossed me out, so I didn't write it down because <laughs> I didn't want to think about it or talk about it. 
So then we go to the next scene, which is Miranda oh, no. at the annual softball game. Wearing her Harvard sweatshirt, no Yes. Less. Uh-huh. And she gets set up on a this blind date with someone named Sid. This is actually a pretty funny episode. I liked it. I liked yes. this storyline. Because I remembered that storyline. Like, it all came crashing back to me, too. Yes, yes. So Sid is a woman because her coworkers think that she's a lesbian. And um, and I write, I've made this assumption about people, too. <laughs> yeah. Foreshadowing for Cynthia Nixon's future That's what I was thinking cho- too. partner in life is a woman. Who yeah. knew? She was married at that point to a man. Interesting. Um, and yeah, then- she's also my birthday buddy. We have the same birthday, Cynthia Nixon and I. Yeah. Cool. I know. Um, who's my birthday buddy? Evangeline Lilly. Oh, <laughs> You kind of have a similar look. Kate yeah. on Lost. Lost, yeah. yeah, curly hair. What did he used to call her? Buttons? Freckles. Freckles. Freckle. Hey, buttons. buttons. <laughs> I like buttons. Your buttons. Oh. So Miranda says, I'm not gay. I'm single. I wrote ironic. And then she gets, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that too. I was like, I wonder if this episode shed light onto her feelings. And then, um, she gets invited to a dinner party by her boss, Chip. And they only invite her because they think her and Sid are a couple. And I I love what she wrote, though. When did being single translate as being gay? I thought so, too. I thought that was funny. I loved that. Because I totally had friends where they, like, the whole time I'd known them, they haven't dated a yeah. guy or anyone. I'm like, oh, maybe they're a lesbian. And I'll sure, find out later. Ha- yeah, true. There have been times in my life, too, where I felt like, People are withholding about their personal life. But then I realized maybe I'm just so open and just such a sharing kind of person. However, someone I knew who never would tell me because I'd be like, do you have a special someone? I suspected. So I'd pose questions like, do you have a special someone in your life? Like I never wanted to put him in a situation where he felt like I was judging because that was not it. And I also didn't want to be that person who was just... Um, you know, just speculating and uh, speaking out of turn. But then finally, as years went by, he was like, you didn't know? And I was like, of course I did. But I never wanted to be presumptuous. Right, right. (laughs) She's determined to make partners, so she accepts. She accepts the invitation, and Sid is kind enough to be on board. Um, Yeah. So, and I say maybe the Cold War between the married and the singles is about fear, fear of the unknown. Because marrieds don't hate singles. They just want to have them figured out. I wrote, I get it. I like to know what's going on with a person so I know where I stand. I just like, I like knowing what I'm getting involved with. I mean, like friendship. I just right. like knowing. I just, I just like having a comfortability about knowing what the situation of a person is or some there's like a safety about it i think it's very important and i think like before you get into a relationship with a new friend it's important to understand like how they are socially like are they going to be a friend that's going to expect to see you at the bar with them because i'm not a going to the bar kind of type i'd rather like go over to their house and hang out i like that too and have like snacks yeah, if they have, like, expectations of, like, you joining them out all the time, like, that's probably not going to work for our friendship, and it's probably not going to develop really well. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not going to be joining, 
you know, into club, bottle full of bub. That's not going to be the vibe. It's going to be us hanging out at home usually. Right. Like, <laughs> I like that too. I like staying But that's in. important because you kind of have to establish what they are like and are we good to do lunches? Can we be lunch friends? Can we like and go can for dinner? we keep to an hour tops because I have a lot of <laughs> stuff I have to do. Yes. And can and... you not text me all the time because texting <laughs> stresses me out? Yeah. Can we like keep it? Can we see each other once a month and can we be fine with it? Like, well, that's important question. So if they're the type that's going to say like, Oh, I asked you like, subsequent times to join me at the bar kind of thing and like you didn't so now basically now we have a friendship problem. has to fizzle like it's like that's actually, not that's gonna not be a relationship that's gonna work for me it's me either and I don't think people mm-hmm. understand it like I think that people think that I'm an outgoing person so I want to be I'm yeah. doing these things all the time so I yeah. don't think they understand they take it personally when I'm like don't want to go to any events and things like that because I like staying home and watching TV. It makes me feel, it makes me feel like nervous to be out. Yeah. And I love going for dinner and like, I, I love, love going for dinner. I love outing yeah. like out in the eve. Like I'm not saying I am um, allergic to dusk, but I, Whoa, cool. Where'd you learn that? <laughs> like I am no vampire, but I, uh-huh. Well, you know, like, or wait, do they sleep during the day and they're yeah, you were doing really okay, so that doesn't okay, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. You should delete that. David and Lisa, did you? Carrie goes to lunch with the couple, David and Lisa, and I write, I'm not into them. I just didn't like them because David says, I don't think of us as married, and then Lisa goes, What? We're married? And I was like, Ugh, really annoying. I just like really disliked them as a couple, being like so blasé about the fact that they're married. And then um, they say that singles feel left out at the following things. Family functions, kid table, um, cups. Do people still still do uh, kid tables? I don't know. I always picture our house at Thanksgiving, Uh and I feel like mom always tries to sneak me off to that table, (laughs) but then it ends up being like the two guests. I just don't think there are any kids anymore. No. At so our s- tables. So then mom will sometimes like go to that extra table while everyone will eat in the other room. <laughs> and she'll like eat with like two guests that like got randomly invited where you're like, why are they here? <laughs> okay. And then uh, they're eating off the same fork. That's what I, couples eat off same fork. I was like, what did I write? And then she says, she may not be the marrying kind, which I thought was such a limiting weird statement. Like it's, I just think when people say things like that, like, I'll never have children. I don't want to get married. Maybe I'm meant to be single forever. A man will not. When people say things like that, it just feels like victimy to me. So there's something about it that I instantly reject or feel. But I think it's also like since. Since this was made, since 1998, I think there have been a lot of things that have changed in terms of, like, what the norm is. So I think now people have a lot of different um, ideas about, like, what being a married person is, what what a family can look like, like, what gender uh, norms are. So I think in the 90s, people would have still been super, like, stuffy about... Um, like their beliefs in what a certain, I don't know, uh, institution or whatever might be like marriage. It was right. more, not as 
fluid, flexible and fluid as it is now. Totally. But I agree with you when people just instantly blanket statements, make blanket statements like that. I hate it. I just have no time for it. I'm like, I'm not going to engage with you. Just okay. So a surprise fix up. Um, as we sit there, yeah, I write this Sean man, Sean appears and I said this felt staged. He joins them. <laughs> so, um, he instant. so the other couple leaves. Um, so Lisa is and David up. leave and yeah, it is a fix up and they launch into a conversation. They are having a nice time. He mentions that his parents have been married for 41 years and they met he on a fix is, up. Yeah, they met on a fix-up, um, and he is the marrying guy, quote-unquote. Yeah, he wants to get married, so he asks her asks to see her again. They go to a movie. I could see the poster of U.S. Marshals in the back. Mm. <laughs> they Tommy go to Lee two, Jones. two movie dates. Ah, yes. To William um, Sonoma. I, <laughs> top of the, oh, to buy a top-of-the-line cheese grater. That's right. Yes, that's what they pick up. <laughs> yeah. And um, then they're he... like, she's into him. Like, she, she, she does seem into him, but as the viewer, I was not, like, feeling the chemistry at all. No, I thought he was weird, yeah. Yeah, not it Makes a clothing that. reference to him, like, he's like an outfit at a whatever... Blah, blah, he's blah. the equivalent of a DKNY dress. Like, That's you know right. it's there, but you kind of you just go like along with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, huh, that's interesting because I always thought that New Yorkers love Donna Karen. Really? I didn't know. Yeah. So I it was like, oh. It has that feeling, though, of like. Is that still around, that brand? I can't say. I don't know. So they get invited to Sean's party with his friends. And Samantha and Charlotte and Carrie go whilst Miranda is at a dinner party on the opposite side of the city with yes. her, with Chip and company, which we'll get to yes. later. So, yes. so they enter the party, Samantha, Charlotte, and Carrie as singles. And everyone is a couple. Uh-oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but everyone looks at her. There's no fear. There's no pity. There's no pointing because she was one of the figured out people because she was there with Sean and they all know Sean. So she's not a threat anymore. So Samantha is instantly not impressed. Oh yes. <laughs> she's instantly yeah, not having it. And then we see Samantha to her ta- talking to a man uh, married. And then Elaine, who I said looks familiar. I looked her up though and did not, did not no, know she... who she was. But she looks threatened. Yeah, and which was, like, really weird. And she, like, starts, she's like, I'm his wife. And I want to be like, yeah, Samantha's not interested in your weird husband. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Sean gives them a tour of the home. And uh, they, la- they end up, I think, in his home office, which, which he says will, will be. be converted into the baby or into the, the kids nursery. room, yeah. Yes, and he holds up a mobile. Of angels. Um, 
I don't even know. Actually, this is so funny. The other day I met up with a girlfriend who's a fellow designer mm. and she's currently doing a bachelor pad and he is exactly the marrying kind. So when he was walking her through the house, he was showing her like, what would be the kid's room? What would be the nursery? Yes, he's in his mid-30s. He's a lawyer. He's very type A. Like I uh, said, literally, this is exactly the episode of Sex in the City I just watched. Wow. I know. I couldn't believe it. It was so timely. Send I feel like with somebody. I asked her, and she said he's very difficult. Oh, well. Very difficult. Screw him. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so Samantha is doing tequila shots. Oh, I Uh-oh. love this part. This, oh, after they go into the room, I did write, he would have been great for Charlotte. Yes. Right? Of okay. course. We are all thinking yeah. Charlotte. Poor Charlotte. So Samantha's doing tequila shots in the kitchen. And I love how she's like, see that buddy over there? I effed him. See that buddy over there? I effed him too. So I wrote, she's effed a couple buddies at the party. <laughs> <laughs> and then Charlotte gets all excited. And he, she says to Carrie, he's going to ask you to marry him. And, um, and Carrie and laughs she's, because they've only been dating for a week and a half. And she was like, a classic six means just that. So I guess when you have an apartment right. that's ready to grow, like with room to grow, that means that you're waiting to start a family. Keep so stuff, fill that room. Yeah. So New Yorkers, you might get that reference. Yeah. Um, no, I did. Cause like, <laughs> do you know how much money it costs for any, like for the smallest space in New York? So if you're getting any extra space, yeah, <laughs> make the most of it. So, um, uh-oh, then we run into Patience and Peter. Yes. So um, I wrote that too, uh-oh, Patience and Peter. But prior to that, um, after uh, Charlotte said that, um, I said she went from party guest to prisoner of war because – Whoa, it, good one. <laughs> well, I think they said that. I, don't, I can't chalk it up to my own mind writing that, I think. That they wrote I don't that. remember that. I feel that I would have written it down too because I think I write down every line of the show. All of the one-liners. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so they're happy to see her because she's no longer she's single. Not a threat. She's not a yes. single. She's she has another half. Yes. Yes. But then that quickly gets obliterated when Samantha laughs and says, "Oh, it's Big Pepper Dick." Uh oh. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, reunion over." <laughs> Because <laughs> Samantha is uh, feeling Drunk. the tequila. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, buzzed. So then meanwhile, oh, uh, across town. Samantha's um, dinner party with Chip and Sid. And I wrote Sid equals sad. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she, <laughs> that's so funny. So Miranda. Um, so. Chip says that Sid is a real find and Miranda yeah. takes advantage because she really wants to be made partner. She does. So, um, so, oh, I and the party's winding down and Chip says that they hope to do it again soon. But then Miranda confesses they are not a couple as she is not a lesbian. Whereas he replies, his wife was looking to add a lesbian couple to the circle, so she will be disappointed <laughs> by this disappointed. news. Yes. <laughs> that feels so 90s. I agree. Like, we need to add a lesbian couple to the group to round it out. I don't know. Actually, I know a lesbian couple. Never mind. Um, so <laughs> they're going, they leave in the elevator, and um, Miranda tries to kiss Sid. 
whereas they both find she's definitely straight and I thought that Sid handled it very well. She did. Sid seemed like a great gal. I agree. Very like even tempered. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of someone who's not so even tempered where things are going a little nuts, Charlotte on the other side of the city forces Samantha into a taxi because she's wasted and they're going to have a sleepover. Meanwhile, while they enter the building, um, (laughs) Samantha eyes the doorman and um, then bums a cigarette. He's Irish. (laughs) Yeah. She's still Um, drunk and still single. Oh, so wait. She only bums a cigarette when she comes down. uh, Because Charlotte is then sleeping soundly. And uh, that's when still drunk Samantha makes a break for it. And she goes down wearing like a jacket and then a long coat with lingerie under it. I wrote under a cloak. (laughs) (laughs) It is like a cloak. I feel like it's a cloak. Yeah. And and she exposes herself to him. Yeah. (laughs) And so then John, uh, Tommy joins um, Samantha upstairs for a little romp. Whoa. (laughs) And then Charlotte comes out looking for Samantha and catches the doorman. And he's been so lonely since he's left home. So we feel bad for him. And Charlotte does her classic scrunched nose face where she's just disturbed. She says she's going to go to the washroom. When she comes out, she wants him gone. And he says, and this is the best because he's the doorman. Can I get the door for you, miss? And he does, yeah. That's my, then, I, my Irish. Can I get the door for you, miss? Yeah. He also says he all he wanted is to feel a woman's touch on him. Oh, Yikes. So yep. sad. <laughs> so embarrassing. All so right. funny. Flashback to Sean and Carrie. So, so Sean Carrie, that Sean thought Carrie would be sleeping over because the party's over and she's she wants to head home, so she says she. They obviously want different things. He's not the right fit. He's not the right fit. He she he she could smell his desperation. He and wants she to get married. To see, yeah, mm-hmm. and she doesn't. She's trying to see if he if it was a fit, and and it it's not. He doesn't fit. I feel like he has a little rant, though, doesn't he? Say like, I don't understand you, New York women. Yeah, angered. He says, all um. All I hear you women say is, I want to get married. I want to get married. And then none of you will say yes. He just wants to get married. <laughs> and he's he's right, but it's only been a week. Like, yeah. can you not hold on to your yeah. saddle well, a yeah. little bit longer? Well, hold on to your saddle. Well, and also, it's, like, not just about getting married. It's about finding someone to, like, the right person to marry. You can't just right. get married. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so now we cut to Sean and Charlotte are on a date. Yes. And they go back to look at the China. at Sonoma. Yes, William Sonoma. And she's French country, and he wanted American classic. And right so, then and there, yeah, she knew over. it wasn't going to pan yeah. out. But can I say this? I, I always thought Charlotte was American classic. I agree. So I was confused by that. I was like, I, I just felt like, why did they have to go and do that? I don't, I don't agree with that. And I'm glad that you agree. So they just needed to come yeah. up with some kind of dishware pun. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, it fell flat to me. Um, maybe at the time, if I'd never seen the future episodes, I'd be like, that's great. 
But since yes. I have, I'm like totally not okay because, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so the doorman uh, sees Charlotte when she's on her way back and says that Samantha, the friend, never called. Yikes. Moving on from that. Or Tommy. Here, yeah. So Carrie, maybe the fight between married and single is like the war in Northern Ireland. We tie it back to the doorman. We're all <laughs> basically the same, but somehow we ended up on different sides. And then we go to credits listening to Aretha Franklin, um, who, that's very timely, by the way. Hope she's doing okay. Poor Aretha. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to... R-E-S-P-E-C-T. So that's all we want. We all just want a little respect. Yeah. And um, there was actually one last sentiment in, oh. in the episode that we missed. So, um, so Carrie says, it'd be great to have that one special person to walk home with. But sometimes there's nothing better than meeting your single girlfriends for a night at the movies. Oh, yeah. They end up at the movies. That's right. right. And I Her to third see movie what they're going to that see. week. Yes. And I don't think we ever go to a movie again. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the show. On the show Seinfeld, they always go to movies, I feel. They do. Maybe, they do. Or maybe it's just that one episode the English that I patient. see over and over. And, and Elaine hates the English patient. Yes. And the toilet paper. <gasps> that happens at the movie theater? Yeah. Oh, and that's Yikes. when the woman hears her voice and she knows, like, she that knows she's it's the same her. woman. Yeah. Oh, and they're on, like, a double date all together, too. So she, re- right, yeah. Or she sees the shoes or something. I don't remember. She recognizes oh, her, Oh, that's when she remembers. Oh, no, she then realizes that it's the voice of the woman that wouldn't give her the toilet paper. Right, exactly. It's well, maybe out. we should, maybe, because I am thinking of another girlfriend, um, or I am thinking about the whole married man thing still like on that topic and yeah. i just feel like um could you send us in your stories about friends or personal situations where you perhaps were the person involved with a married man anonymously to the email address uh l-i-s-t-e-n-s-b-e-t-c-h at gmail.com <laughs> listens at gmail.com so it's like listen batch, but it's like listens pluralized batch at gmail.com. Yes. And we will read it anonymously. Anonymously. <laughs> okay, so this cats off this week's um this week's episode of Mr. Sister. Sister in the City. And then next week we'll be able to tell you about Mr.'s uh trip to New York and Woo-hoo. uh other happenings. So See you later, all. Bye. Bye.